Welcome to the Nieces Nugs Podcast. Nieces Nugs, Nieces Nugs. What's up, friends? Welcome back to Nieces Nugs Podcast, Episode 9, Season 2. Listen, this is much overdue, so let's not waste any time. I hope your travels have been many and your savings have been aplenty. But today, what I want to do is talk about a city in the Pacific Northwest that you should put on your list of cities to visit. That's right. Everyone needs to make their way and journey to the great city of Seattle. I know it's a long flight. It is a long way away from you states here in the southeast, but it is worth your time. Just make sure you time your visit to the correct season. I think Seattle's worth visiting in any season, but sometimes it does rain quite a bit and it can affect your mood and your experience. But regardless of whatever the weather is like, embrace your time in Seattle because I think it is a fantastic city to visit. We flew in with a group of students into the SeaTac Airport, which is the airport located halfway between Tacoma, Washington and Seattle, Washington, serving both cities. And you have an option from there to get into the city. Now, listen, if it's just you and a couple people, you might want to take public transportation and they have a rail system, kind of a minimalized rail system that takes you into Seattle and allows you to get to a couple different places. You can also hop on some buses once you're into the city and get to some other areas of town. Since I was traveling with a rather large group, I just rented a 15-passenger van, and we were on our way. Now, a couple of things about the SeaTac Airport. If you listened to an episode a few weeks ago, you might have heard about some travel issues in the Seattle Airport. Seattle Airport's a great airport, definitely needs some uh, attention to getting through security in a timely manner, but it also falls into the category of you having to leave the airport to get your rental car. The more I travel, the more I appreciate a rental car facility being on site. But that's not true in Seattle. You come out, you hop on a bus, which then takes you to the rental car center. And depending on how long that line is, it can take a considerable amount of time. However, once you have your rental car, you are ready to roll and hop on the interstate and head north into Seattle. And that's exactly what we did. We flew in early in the morning, got our rental van, and we were on our way. And you know what our first stop was? Well, it is always about the food. So let's start with talking about the food in Seattle. The food in Seattle is fantastic. A wide range of options, different cuisines, very, very, uh, a very variety of pricing. And so you can find anything you're looking for in Seattle. So I'm just going to highlight a couple of things because there are so many incredible options, but there are things that I think were important for me to take some of our students to. And so that's what I did. Our first stop was a little sandwich shop in Fremont. They've since expanded to another one. But this sandwich shop I, I came across almost a decade ago, a little bit over a decade ago, as I was there with another mission team, and we were walking through the neighborhood of Fremont canvassing for a church plant that was going to go. And we came across this little silver metallic hut that was selling sandwiches. Little did we know back then that it would become the number one sandwich, rated sandwich in America, the number two rated sandwich shop in America. It's a place called Paseo, 
and they specialize in Caribbean sandwiches. Back then, you had to have cash. It was only a cash uh, place, and once they sold all of their pork for the day, they closed down. The little hut closed its window. They've since uh, uh, adjusted their hours and different things, um, but we took the students there, and as I'm in line, um, I it's very easy to decide what I'm going to get. I am going to get the Caribbean roast sandwich. At the top of their menu, it says the number one rated sandwich in America. Now, I have two kind of suggestions slash rules when I travel with people, and uh, some of them are implied, some of them are uh, told specifically, but, but here's number one. Number one suggestion is this, is that if you go to a place and you see something as rated the number one or number two in America, you should probably get that option. In fact, a good idea is I like food, and so I recommend ordering what I order. There were many people who broke this suggestion, not a rule, but suggestion on this trip. But listen, if you're going to break the suggestion, let's not order a ham and cheese at a sandwich shop that's known for Caribbean flavors. Or, or let's not order a Philly cheesesteak when you're in Seattle at a Caribbean place that's known for their incredibly roasted pork. But hey, who am I to judge? Some students decided to go out on a limb and get those kind of options. I don't recommend it. The other rule is, listen, you should not order something that's more expensive than the person paying for your meal. Uh, but anyways, not to say that anyone did that or broke the rules, but this sandwich is incredible. I, I don't even recommend having it altered in any way. The flavors are unique. It's not really a Cuban sandwich. It's a Caribbean roast pork sandwich that is full of flavor um, and full of just delight. Taste buds going off in your mouth. Fireworks left and right as you eat this sandwich. You don't need chips because this thing fills you up for the time being. So if you're in Seattle, make sure you head over to Fremont. Check out Paseo. Great sandwich shop there. Uh, I also took the students to a, a Chinese restaurant. It's actually located in Chinatown, in Seattle, downtown. Um, I found this place, again, on a previous trip with students in the early, like, 2011. And I was, didn't know if this place was still open, but it sure enough was. And I took our students there. What I like about it specifically is they have a side room that has these massive tables where you, almost your entire group can sit at one table. In fact, our entire group was able to sit at one table, and it has a huge Lazy Susan in the middle, and so you can order five or six entrees and family style it and just share it, and that's exactly what we did. So it was really a nice family atmosphere. The service was excellent. The food was fantastic. The pricing was good, and uh, we were just well taken care of. So if you're in Chinatown, make sure you check out Thai Tongue. Thai Tongue is a great place. They'll take good care of you. Um, I mean, Bruce Lee's there. Why, why would you not want to uh, go there? There's a bit, uh, cardboard cutout of Bruce Lee there. I mean, that's amazing. So, um, And then also, uh, if you want some just general food options, some, some places to check out, maybe those are not your vibes. Capitol Hill has a lot of great options for food, as does the U District, University District, where the University of Washington is located. Incredible food options there. Uh, oh, but we didn't stop eating. No, no, no. We went to a place to get tacos. In fact, this place, Tacos Chukis, was originally started in the Capitol Hills District, and they've since expanded. And we were near South Lake Union, the south side of the lake that's in Seattle. And there's a place there 
that, that serves tacos, and they're amazing. You can order tacos, individual tacos. You can order melitas. You can order quesadillas. You can order tortas. You can order all kinds of different things, and the flavors are amazing. The, co- the f- cook is fresh. Everything's fantastic. So if you're in the area, make sure you take out this taco place, Tacos Chukis. It's in sat- near South Lake Union, but they also have one in Capitol Hill and some other things. Now, listen. I live in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, so I have access to seafood really anytime I want to. But a lot of people think about seafood when you go to Seattle. Now, that's that's true. It's a different kind of fish, different things happening up there. One thing you need to keep in mind, though, is you're not going to find cheap seafood. And if you do, it ain't worth having. So just understand that for seafood, you need to understand that you pay for what you get on a lot of levels, but you also don't want to fall into the tourist trap. Having said that, Sometimes the best experience for some young students is to experience maybe a tourist place that is kind of well-known. And so what I would recommend for you is to head down to the waterfront. There's tons of seafood options. There's an oyster bar down there. There's all kinds of seafood restaurants. Uh, One of them that's well-known is is Ivar's Fish Bar and Ivar's Acres of Clams. They're right next to each other. What I like about Ivar's Fish Bar is you don't have to sit down. You don't have to pay the added expense of being waited on and gratuity. You can just order uh, and do that. And so what we did was we kind of paired that with a bigger lunch and uh, we split it. And so what happened, was, what I recommend is, is that you find a person you want to share with and split some fish and then order um, a bowl of chowder. Their chowder is fantastic and they have two different kinds of chowder you can get. Instead of just going for the cup, get the bowl. It's actually enough for three people to split. They'll give you extra cups and then you split the fish and chips and you're ready to roll. Uh, and so there's some options there. You can obviously have some nicer seafood options and uh, some fresh catch. Just make sure um, that you're not overpaying for something that's not actually fresh. And so just keep that in mind. But seafood is a plenty in Seattle. What would be a trip and talking about food without talking about donuts? And so I was able to check out a donut place, actually a couple of them, but one of them that I really enjoyed uh, is a place called King Donuts. It's uh, south of the city. And uh, King County is Seattle. And so King Donuts, I thought this is the place. Great options. Just incredible options. Well-priced. Um, fresh donuts. They were, service was fantastic. Uh, and so you might have to put it in your GPS to find it. But I thought it was really, really good. Uh, definitely will visit that, especially as I'm on the way back up north from the airport in the future. Now, we didn't just eat. We were actually saw things. And when you're in Seattle, I think you should see things as well. So I'm going to kind of talk through some activities and things that I think are worth just checking out, especially if you're there for a day and a half, two days. Um, there's plenty to see. You can, you can spend more days there and experience a whole lot more. Uh, Seattle has a ton of things to do, but here are just some highlights, some things you can do, uh, some places that I took our students when we were there. First of all, uh, I think it's worthwhile going to the University of Washington campus. I love campuses in general, college campuses, and try to go and visit them wherever we go. University of Washington campus is incredible uh, because of where it sits in relation to Seattle. Uh, it's a little north of the city, but looking back down south, there's a it's on the water. Uh, Husky Stadium is kind of a cool-looking stadium. But one of the cool things about the University of Washington is actually their library. Their library is absolutely beautiful. In fact, if I were to put a blindfold on you and take you into the library, 
unblindfold you, you would think you were, had been transported into the Hogwarts library. So if you're a big Harry Potter fan, uh, it looks like Hogwarts school. I mean, it is, it is, the stonery is unbelievable. It's just beautiful. Uh, and so it's worth checking out if you're in the area. I, I wouldn't fly to Seattle just to go to the University of Washington library, but it's definitely worth a checking out and easy to get to. A uh, nice little stop for you to look at. Uh, and I always enjoy going by college campuses. Also, I think it's cool when you see things that are in movies or where movies were filmed. And there's a park that sits on the north side of Lake Union, and it's called Gas Works Park. It's an old site of uh, where they're almost a gas plant. And what is cool about it is it looks back over the lake from the Fremont area, Fremont and Wallingford area, looking back towards Seattle, downtown Seattle. Um, and it's just this incredible park. Grass has a little elevation. You can look across the water and see where Sleepless in Seattle was filmed. And in that park is actually a scene, multiple scenes from movies have been filmed there. But the scene, the paintball scene from 10 Things I Hate About You was filmed at Gasworks Park. And so it's just a nice, a nice little place to hang out for an afternoon, walk, do a little walk and check things out um, and, and just uh, experience the beauty of Seattle. Now, when you're in the, over in that area, just a few blocks away from that is the Fremont Troll. Now, th- this is a troll that literally is built under the overpass of a road and it's huge. It's massive. In fact, it's so big that its hand sits on top of a VW Beetle, a Volkswagen Beetle. And so uh, it's it's something to just go see, take pictures. You're not going to be there more than 10, 15 minutes. But it's really, really a neat little thing that they've built there. It's definitely a tourist spot. Uh, and so go check out the Fremont Troll. Now, one of the things I think is really cool, um, and what they, they weren't working or they weren't operating, they were working, but they no boats were coming through, is to head on down to the Ballard Locks. Um, I am fascinated by lock system and the canals and things like that. And the Ballard locks, uh, two things about them. One, tons of fish come through there uh, during season, spawning season. But also, it's the main way, it's the only way that boats can connect from Lake Union to the Puget Sound and back and forth. And so it's a system of locks in Ballard. It's free to walk out and you kind of walk across the locks and kind of, if there were actually boats coming through, you could stand in safe places and see how it works. Definitely worth a visit to go down to the Ballard Locks, check it out. There's some sites to see as far as especially some educational sites about um, the fish spawning and how that works and traveling back upstream and different things like that. So check out the Ballard Locks. Now, if you're at the Ballard Locks, I think one of the best places to go to from the Ballard Locks and that lends itself to what I think is the best view in Seattle is to leave the Ballard Locks and type in into your GPS, Cary Park. Cary Park sits on the Queen Anne Hill, and it is um, definitely steep. I would not recommend going up on icy terrain, different things like that. But during the summer and even during March, it's fantastic. You're kind of winding through some roads, going up the hill. All of a sudden, you go around this curve. You're in residential area. Like, where am I going? You come through this little opening, and all of a sudden to the right is the most amazing view of Seattle. You see the Space Needle, you see the buildings, it looks like the Space Needle's right there in front of you. You see everything in the background on a clear day, you can see Mount Rainier, you can see the water. It's absolutely beautiful. Cary Park is the best view for taking pictures of Seattle. In fact, if you've seen a picture where you've seen the Space Needle and in the background you've seen 
uh, Mount Rainier way in the distance is probably taken from Cary Park. So make sure Cary Park is on your list of places to go. Again, it's easy to get to if you have a vehicle, a little harder if you're relying on public transportation, but definitely worth your time. Speaking of the Space Needle, uh, the Space Needle is uh, a unique element of Seattle, especially of the skyline of Seattle. It is a tourist attraction built for the World's Fair. Um, I personally personally don't think it's worth going up it's about 30 something dollars to go up in but hey if you're going to seattle and you want to splurge go do it it's just not worth it for me um, i think that you get a better view from Cary park uh, of the entire city uh, but again if you want to go up and go into the space needle and that's something you want to do then who's stopping you from doing that just understand um, that it's Probably not the best view. It's just a unique opportunity to go up. Having said that, one of my pictures that sits on my desk in my office is a picture from a group of, a group of students that went up into the Space Needle with me several, several years ago. So just understand that that's there. From Cary Park and the Space Needle, head on down to Pike Place Market. This is the iconic market where the iconic sign greets you as you're coming in. Um, this is the home of the original Starbucks as right down the street on the corner on the right. Um, the original Starbucks, you'll see the line. Uh, there's nothing special about the drinks there, but you can also just get memorabilia there uh, and the original logos and things like that. There's actually a Starbucks just across from Pike's Place, which is quicker um, and will is a far less crowded. So if you really want to drink, that's where you should go. But this is where you go if you want to see them throwing fish. As soon as somebody buys a fish, they'll throw them there. Uh, you'll see there's like a flea market feel on the top level where, a level where people kind of set up their home goods or different things that they've created. They're trying to sell. They're, they, they pack in, pack out every day. But then there's also several layers and uh, of, of stores that are actually permanent uh, and some incredible places to go in, different options for memorabilia, uh, different options for souvenirs and things like that. And so um, check it out. I mean, there's, there's all kinds. It, you could literally spend a whole day exploring the entire Pike Place Market because there's so many floors involved in it. Uh, but make sure you check out different things like the gum wall. Uh, it might gross some people out, but it's a place where people take a lot of pictures. It's just a neat little place to hang out. Um, I personally think a half day there is plenty of time and move on from there. Do not eat in Pike Place Market. If it were me, I would not recommend that. Uh, there's plenty of other options, but there are some nice bakeries uh, right down the street from that. Walk around downtown. There's some deals around. Some of the best places to pop in are places that are selling uh, baked goods and items that don't have this incredible storefront, but you're like, I'm going to go check this out. Uh, if you want to go to a beach uh, on the south side of Seattle, uh, in fact, south side looking back into the city, you can go to a beach called Aki Beach. Uh, not much of a beach to it, just beautiful, especially in the morning. Uh, it's very peaceful. You can actually see some uh, marine wildlife out in the distance um, and uh, just incredible. If you go enough around the curve, there's a walking path there's a running path there's a bike path you can get a good view of seattle too and you can also see a lot of the boats going back and forth uh, from bainbridge island and other islands bringing people into the city itself uh, and so uh, alki beach is an option for you speaking of lake union though lake union sits in the middle of this incredible city and there's an opportunity for you to actually take a boat out on Lake Union for abs for free, for free. They have a program where you can take a wooden rowboat out. Um, they have they had two of them available. It's actually um, got two for free, and then I rented a third one. But we went out onto the lake 
uh, four to a boat and just kind of rode around the lake. There's seaplanes landing around us and taking off. There's all kinds of things happening. Beautiful view of Seattle. Just an incredible way to experience a city that you might not normally think about. Uh, and so if you're interested in going to Seattle, you're going anytime soon, make sure you Google uh, Wooden Boats Lake Union, and you can see that they're free to reserve for a certain free. I think you get an hour. You get two hours for free. Uh, and I definitely would recommend doing it. It's, it's awesome uh, to, and it's just a lot of fun. One night we went, down, we went down to the waterfront. There's a pier that they built a turf soccer field on, and so we were able to play soccer uh, down on the pier. Just some some activities that you can do down there for free, trying to bring some um, activity into Seattle. Incredible things. And the last thing I want to say is there's a couple national parks that are worth your time visiting. Mount Rainier National Park is a little bit south, but then also uh, Olympic National Park is there. And we actually went on a drive one day. It's a full day's drive, a full day's drive to experience it, kind of go through Tacoma, catch breakfast in Tacoma. Uh, you can even go to the school where uh, 10 Things I Hate About You was filmed. Uh, but if you go on this journey, know that it's a lot of uh, landscape that you're looking for, um, some great pictures opportunities if the weather cooperates. If it doesn't, then just head to keep going all the way to the Pacific Ocean. The beach at the Pacific Ocean is worth the drive in and of itself. It is a long drive, but a beach that is unlike anything you've seen except out of maybe northern Oregon all the way up the coast. It is beautiful. It is um, iconic, great pictures. You could sit there. We sat there. We had made lunch. We stopped and got peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or the, the things to make peanut butter and jelly, and that's what we did. We just sat and had lunch at the Pacific Ocean and then started making our way back. So Seattle has a lot to offer, and I think you should go visit. If you have any questions, uh, comments, thoughts about Seattle, or maybe I can help you in any way, please reach out. But in the meantime, keep traveling, keep dreaming, and let's figure out a way to explore this world. Thanks for listening.